Hey guys, welcome back to As You Should. Let me just say though that I've had such a great first week of this new year. Like the universe is sending out these positive vibes and I'm here for it. Like I'm here for it. Um, I started off my new year by driving home, but I told you guys that last episode. So I've been back home for exactly a week now. Um, and the day after I got back from Georgia, I went on a blind date. Now, <laughs> I've never been on a blind date, okay? Like, I don't, I didn't even know what it was, truthfully. Like, I didn't, like, know the whole um, point behind it, or I didn't really get it. Like, I just was like, why would you go on a date with someone you don't know at all? Um, but then one of my friends um, hit me up when I was in Georgia for Christmas break, and she's like, hey, would you mind if I sent you up on a date when you get back and I was like sure what does he look like what's his name she's like oh no 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 like you don't get to know anything about him I will give you his age and that's it I'm like what like this is ridiculous so she's like yeah it's a blind date like I'm but don't worry I've known him for x amount of years like I trust him I just trust me like I promise so I was like okay um she knows my taste and she knows me so I was just like, fuck it, like it's a new year. And I told you guys that one of my resolutions was to say yes to more things. So I did. And I went and everything was a complete surprise. Um, he took me on a plane. Now, meaning like he's the pilot and he flew the plane. And then we had another couple join us, which are his friends. Like one of the guy was his friend and, and then the girl was his girlfriend. Um, then we had the couple join us on the plane and it was like less, it made it less intense since we were complete strangers. Like I kind of appreciated the fact that it wasn't just us two. It made me a lot more comfortable and I got to talk with the girl. Like we got along great. So yeah. And we got along really well, which is surprising because I don't really get along with girls like on the first, when I first meet them, but she was a great, it was a great time. The plane ride was just like so beautiful since it was at night. You can see like all the city lights. And um, then after like an hour, I think it was an hour plane ride, a little bit less, I think. We landed in Venice Beach, which, which is like on the west coast of Florida. And we Ubered to a restaurant on the beach. And my food was amazing. Like the atmosphere was great. Like I loved it. It was such a cute little restaurant. Then we flew back to Boca. And he drove me to my car safe and sound and in one piece. So I would say it's safe to say that it was definitely like the best date and first date and first blind date I've ever been on. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, if you're listening to this, um, I'm not going to say names, but if he's listening to this, he knows who he is. Like, I appreciated that date so much. Um, it was like the first, it was like a one, not a once in a lifetime thing, but it was just a rare I don't know. I just feel like it was very special. Um, I really appreciated it. So, and he knows that. I told him like, "Thank you so much." Like, this was totally like not necessary. Like, he went all out, and I really appreciated it. But enough about this blind date. Um, let's get into my goals for this week. Now, my goals are to get organized with school and make sure I have like all my due dates written down. And also to go ahead and get like some work stuff done because I will be working um, an event this weekend uh, for one of my friend's dads. He has like a 
a company that he does and he does events all over, you know, wherever he just gets gigs. And I'm going to be working that event for him, like bartending all weekend at, it's like, I think it's called the Delray Art Festival. If anyone's like local here, like they want to come say hi or just come have a good time or whatever. But yeah, it's called the Delray Art Festival and I think it starts Friday um, through Sunday. So definitely look into that if you're look if you're bored over the weekend. <laughs> but my quote for this episode is breakups hurt, but losing someone who doesn't respect you and appreciate you is actually a gain, not a loss. And I mentioned that quote, I know it's like a little deep, but I feel like that's fine for today's episode because we are talking about breakups and how to cope with them. And this episode has been so highly requested. It's not even funny. Um, And I didn't want to make it until I was sure that I was, you know, over my breakup and everything because I didn't want to give you guys, you know, information and stuff when I'm when it's still like raw to me and try and tell you guys all these things and tips and stuff. But then yet I'm over here still not over my breakup. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to be like inauthentic in that way. So I wanted to wait until I was officially like where I felt like I was over my breakup and I can talk about it without getting emotional or just not have any feelings about it anymore. So that's where we're at right now. But I also wanted to like bring up another quote because I feel like this one was all over TikTok, but I knew about this quote before I saw it on TikTok. It was, other quote is, I'd rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate your disrespect. Now, this one spoke so many things to me. I heard this like two weeks after my breakup and I was like, I wish I heard this sooner because a lot of things would be different if I heard this sooner. Um, It really changed my perspective on my breakup and on like my my relationship I had with that person. So... I think that both of those quotes relate to today's episode because we are talking about breakups. But I just had to include that second quote, so you guys got two this week. But I know this episode's like a random topic, and I said that earlier, but like I decided to make this one now because I am at the point in my life where I can easily say that I'm no longer like obsessed with my ex or I don't have the urge to like want to speak with him. And those feelings are gone. Like I don't have the the sen- I don't have like the sentimental part of it still like I-, I completely like let go so I feel like this is a perfect time for me to make this episode for you guys and it has been highly requested like every time I post on my Instagram about like what you guys want to hear it's always like a few people um that keep saying oh do a breakup episode breakup episode and I'm like I'm sorry like I need to get over mine first in order to make the episode for you guys so I have reached the point where I am free and relieved at the fact that they are no longer in my life anymore, or he's no longer in my life anymore, not they. Um, instead of like being upset at the fact that he isn't in my life anymore, I've accepted it. I I am relieved of it. Like I feel free. I'm good. I I moved I moved on. But there are a lot of different ways that people go through breakups, and it all depends on how like the breakup ended. I feel like so. There's a few different, yeah, let's get into the different types of breakups. I feel like the breakups where no one did anything wrong and you both still love each other, you but you guys just have a lot of personal priorities to focus on and you can't have anything get in the way of it. Those are the worst because you don't want to get over them 
but you also can't hold on to them. So you're just like stuck. You know what I mean? Like you don't know if you should move on, but you also don't want to move on because you know he still loves you or you still love him. And you guys did nothing wrong to each other. So you guys are still on good terms and you may talk here and there. It just makes it so hard to move on from that because you're like, oh, maybe we'll get we'll definitely be a thing in the future. So you hold yourself off from like seeing other people. And that's kind of like, I don't think that's a good thing because I feel like even if you guys do both end on good terms and you both say you have feelings for each other still, I don't think it's good to limit yourself to not seeing other people as well because, you know, you could end up meeting, you know, your soulmate or like a a really, you know, good person that you need in your life at that moment. So those also suck because they're really confusing to deal with. Like you don't know what your next move should be. Um, The next type of breakup is the one where someone like fucked up and you feel betrayed by the other person and you like never thought they would do something like that to hurt you. So now you're over here like sitting here questioning yourself, questioning your worth and you have trust issues from now on, unfortunately. That's just how it is though. If like someone betrays your trust like in a relationship where you expected them to treat you like with the best and utmost respect, you are going to have trust issues most likely because they completely blindsided you like you were not expecting it from them and they were the one person that you could trust and then they just end up you know betraying you so it's kind of like where do you go from there but that's at least a breakup where you can look at yourself and be like to the person that messed up or did something bad you can be like you know I'll find someone that didn't that won't do that to me you know what I mean that won't betray my trust that won't betray my respect or anything in that sort um another type of breakup is like where it ends terribly, you know, and you just like curse each other out, like the whole kind of thing. And there's nothing good that's going to come out of it, basically. Those are usually what happens when both sides fucked up and are they're both just angry with each other. Like there's no getting past the anger part unless you like give yourself a few months to get over it and realize it's not the end of the world. But in that moment, when you know that you both did something bad in the relationship, um, there's a mutual disrespect and betrayal of trust in that aspect. So I think that breakup, there's no going back. Like that's, that's a breakup that is done for good. Like there's no like on again, off again type of thing. And then, yeah, I feel like that's just the worst type of breakup because, you know, you don't want to have like bad terms with somebody. But I, I also just, like, don't know what the best option is. Like, when you're breaking up with somebody, is it better to cut off ties with them in all communication so you don't, like, keep getting reminded of them? Or, like, do you, like, what's easier? You know what I mean? Like, do you break up and hate each other or do you break up on good terms? Like, what's easier for your mental health? I I really don't know how to answer that question because... Breaking up on good terms is a good thing, obviously, because you don't have any grudges towards each other and you are just, you know, both happy and like it's a mutual breakup. Like there's no hard feelings for anybody. But that's also a bad thing because then you're going to struggle with getting over them and moving on from the relationship because you're both on good terms and you still have communication with each other. Um, I think breaking up and hating each other. I mean, that's like where you guys block each other, like that whole thing. I, that could be a healthy way of doing it, but it's also an extreme way of doing it. 
Um, it just, I feel like it depends on the situation. You know, truly it does. I, I can't speak for every breakup in the whole world because there's so many reasons breakups can end, like it's, or relationships can end because it's just, it, it can be just mutual indifferences or it can be like religious reasons. It can be money. Um, it can it can be someone cheated. It can be so many things, and you just don't know people's situations, like the whole truth. So I can't really speak on what's easier or like what's better for your mental health. But I feel like the one that makes it easier to get over them is the like where you guys block each other and like you don't speak anymore because you don't have any contact with them. It would be a lot easier to get over them personally. I think in my past experiences, it's been easier to. Um, block them or just not not block them but just not have any contact with them anymore I don't really like blocking people if I don't have to like if they're like a creepy old man like that won't leave me alone or something then yeah sure but or someone that's really annoying me then I will block you but that's not like my first instinct after a breakup it's just after a breakup I'd rather not hear your name or see anything remotely reminding me of you at all because then I won't be able to heal and cope with the breakup so this is like I want to get into like getting over the breakup like there's different stages to getting over the breakup and you know from the first stage which is denial to the last stage which is like acceptance you know what I mean so I feel like there's a few stages that everyone goes through during a breakup no matter what type of breakup it was whether it was like mutual or you know one-sided or anything so the first stage is denial now denial stage is pretty much like when you're in shock and you don't want to believe that it's actually happening. You are completely in denial, pretty like basically. Um, you don't want to accept the fact that you guys have broken up. Whether you broke up with him or he broke up with you, like you still don't want to accept the fact that it's real. Like even when I've ended the relationship before, I didn't know how to accept it. Like I was like, in denial that it's actually over like even though I ended it I was still in denial like oh what do you mean it's over like there's no way like this doesn't feel real so it's just kind of like a disbelief uh stage where you're just like not accepting the fact that you guys are over and you may still talk to them during the stage just to like be like I can't live without you or I miss you or something just like the basic stuff but the second stage would for the breakup is anger now, the anger stage is like a coping. Is, anger is used to as a coping mechanism for sure. Um, you'll feel like hatred for the other person. And you'll be angry at them for the relationship ending, whether you broke it off or he broke it off. It doesn't matter. You will most likely still be angry at them for the relationship ending because you will go reflect on all the bad things they did. And then you'll be like, oh, that's why we broke up. Like if he would have just did this differently, that's why we would have lasted longer, blah, blah, blah. And anger is just hiding all of the other emotions that you have. So anger is definitely like a big coping mechanism in the breakup stages. Um, the third stage is actually bargaining. Now, the bargaining stage is a very interesting one because this is a stage that I believe not everybody goes through during the breakup. I've, I think I experienced it like a little bit but not nothing like drastic. It was just like a brief, uh, like a month span of me going through this. But this stage is basically you saying like to yourself, like, oh, what if we did this and this instead? Or if only we communicated more. Um, if only I blocked that one person he asked me to block or something along those lines. Like just 
um, going over reflecting on your mistakes and the mistakes within the relationship. Like, oh, what if we um, had more dates together because we didn't get to talk as much? Or what if I called her more? What if I texted her more? What if I, you know, just like what if or if onlys are the big thing during the bargaining stage because you feel you feel so much more vulnerable in this stage too because you are acknowledging all of the mistakes that were made and that you made. Like you are bringing back up those mistakes and you're not only admitting to them, but you're also wondering what if, you know, maybe we should get back together like that's where the bargaining comes in because you're like, oh, what if we did this instead? And then you ask them, oh, can we do this? Can we do this again? But let's do it differently. Like, let's do this instead. That's going to end badly because it's just, you, you just don't go back. Like you just don't. But the fourth stage is depression and being sad. Now this stage is obvious because you may see yourself like isolating from others and like being quiet, like not very outgoing, and just like very closed in. And that's normal. Like during this stage, you may think to yourself like, oh, why do I try anymore? Like I'll never find anyone else to love me. Um, Like I'm unlovable. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. The bigger one is like, how do I live my life without them in it? That's a big one to like try and accept because you were probably so used to them in your life. It became part of your routine. And that's something that I definitely struggled with in my in my breakup stages because I had to like figure out how to live without this person in my life anymore because we were together for a very long for a good amount of time and I was accustomed to like him being in my routine and then one day it was just like boom like he's not in my routine anymore and I had to adjust to that and it was just like thrown at me and I was like what do I do like I don't, I didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to, like, where I was going to end up. Like, I had no idea. And that's where, I, you know, I wish I had this episode when I was going through my breakup. But again, I had to deal with it in my own ways. And I definitely listened to some other podcasts, like, about breakups and stuff to get out, to help me, like, get in the right mindset, in the right headspace. But, yeah, the, the depression and being sad stage is always, Like, that's inevitable, I feel like, because everybody goes through the part where they're, like, sad and they miss them and all they do is just cry. You know, I can't even say that I cried so much for my, during my breakup, like, like my breakup stages at all. Um, I had a few moments of weakness, for sure. But when I had those few, those few moments of weakness were more, like, extreme than having just, like, a multiple a multitude of events where I was like crying and just like crying at night like I would never do that but like I had some when I let's just say when I had an outburst or when I had like a weakness moment it was extreme and you know what I mine I feel like mine were extreme because I bottled it up and then I let it all out so it was very like all at once here comes everything that I was holding in this whole time so that's when that's something I don't recommend. Do not bottle up your emotions at all because that's that's going to make it worse for you. Like, I wish I didn't do that, but I just, you know, I, I can't go back and change that. I can only do better in the future. So I just know now, from now on, like, I, I know not to bottle up my feelings and bottle up my thoughts. I need to, like, investigate my feelings and, you know, be aware of them and be mindful of them like I can't I shouldn't ignore them because that's not healthy and that's why they were bottled up and that's why when I had a moment of weakness it was very extreme and intense 
So yeah, don't bottle up your emotions. Um, the fifth and final stage of the breakup is acceptance. This stage is the best because you can do better. You realize that you can do better and you will do better. And you realize that this isn't the end of the world and that you will bounce back from this like better than ever. It's just it, You just accepted the fact that it will take time to get there. But that's a step in the right direction. Um, you will refine like your inner self and like you realize that the breakup was like a good healthy decision for you at the end of the day regardless of like whether you thought you guys were soulmates you'll realize that it was still a healthy decision for you um even though by now you're pro in this stage you're probably moved on from the actual like loss of that person but you've accepted that there will be good days and that there will be bad days because even though you're in the acceptance stage of it you still will probably have bad days now i had bad days even though i've accepted it like some days I'm just like losing my faith or something where I'm just like, oh, like I'm never going to find somebody. You're just like never going to get to that point where I could feel the same way about somebody that I did about my my last relationship. Like, oh, my God, there's <clears throat> oh, my God, there's no way that someone's going to feel that way about me ever again. And you are I'm telling you right now, if you're thinking that to yourself, you are 100 percent wrong. I thought that I thought that to myself over and over and over again. Like, how can someone treat me how this person treated me? Like, there's no way. Like, I'm never going to find this ever again. It's so rare. Then I look back on how I was treated, and I'm like, Jordan, what are you saying to yourself right now? There are so many guys that will kiss the ground you will walk on and treat you how you deserve. Don't, don't even, like, think about this right now because it's just so not true because he, was, he did not treat me how I deserve to be treated. At the end of the day, that's... That's all that matters. Um, and remember, this doesn't mean that you have to go through these stages. Like, it's just like a simple breakdown of like how people go through their different emotions. But it doesn't mean that this applies to everybody. Like, I'm not saying, okay, if you're going through a breakup right now, these are your stages and like give yourself a month for each stage. And like, if you miss a stage, go back. Like, no, that's not how this works. Like, it's just a brief like overview of like what happens during a breakup, like all the different emotions that you go through during a breakup because the feelings definitely do fluctuate a good amount during a breakup. And that I feel like a lot of people can vouch for that. There's a lot of different stages and, you know, you may not like write them down when you go through them and stuff, but this is just giving you like an overview. Maybe you can relate to this because you realize, oh, I went through these stages during my breakup and, and you probably just didn't realize it last time because you weren't like writing down your stages as you're going through them. You don't do that. So, but I wanted to bring up like my breakup in the stages that I went through. Um, I already kind of mentioned a few, but like for instance, with my last breakup, I thought this was like my person and I thought that this would be like the one. Um, obviously not. So <laughs> I was definitely wrong in that department, but I went through the part of denial where I was like, no, this, there's no way. Um, he's my person. This can't be happening. That whole, the whole thing. I went through that for a while. It took me a good amount of time to get over that part. But it obviously didn't turn out that way. So, but my stages of the breakup were like pretty similar to the ones I explained. Like I know for sure I went through the anger stage because there was a point <laughs> 
there was a point that I would just get so worked up and go the fuck off about everything bad he did to me. Like, everything bad he did to me. And I mean everything. Um, <laughs> but then I also realized, like, I was angry at myself, too, because I know I wasn't a perfect, like, I wasn't perfect in this relationship. Like, I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm bashing him or anything. Like, he he had flaws and I had flaws as well. And I think it was um, equal on that end. Like, we both had issues within the relationship that were or we both had issues that affected the relationship and um I don't think that they were fixable so but I know for sure I went through the anger stage because I just kept like if someone were to bring him up and be like oh how's blah 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 I would just go off or like be like oh fuck him like you know I don't need him like I would just go through the anger stage and it was it was also intense but you know I, I don't think that's healthy, but I mean, it's just part of like, you know, it's inevitable, like the anger part. I feel like when you're breaking up with someone, anger is, like I said, a way of coping. So you're just like taking your anger from the breakup out on somebody and it's going to be the person that you broke up with. Like, it's not just going to be a random person. It's going to be the person that, you know, you ended things with. So yeah, I definitely went through that stage. Um, I also like for sure went through the bargaining phase because I was telling myself like I promise I can do this better or telling myself like oh he can change he'll change for me but that was such a lie um (laughs) I don't really give second chances like that um but in this in this situation unfortunately I did and I was like oh he'll change like he'll change and I told all my friends I'm like no 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 you don't understand he'll change for me like, I'm, I'm the girl that he wants, like, cause, and if I'm the girl that he wants, he'll change for me. Because it's always said that there's only one girl that will make a guy change. And it's like, you know, the, she's the one, you know? So he will only change for one girl. And I thought I was that one girl. But I was so, so far off <laughs> and wrong in that sense. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he didn't change for me, obviously, so... We just had two part ways, but I definitely went through that bargaining phase because I kept telling myself, I I was very much like bringing up like my mistakes in the relationship. Like, oh, what if I did this more? What if he did this more? Just going, reflecting back on the mistakes made in the relationship and trying to pretend like they will be fixed tomorrow. You know what I mean? So I also went through the depression and sadness phase, but I, I mean, that's also inevitable because you know, everyone just gets sad during a breakup for obvious reasons. Um, I told myself that I would, like, never find someone to care and love for me like he did. Or I would tell myself, like, like, how do I live? How do I learn to live without him? Or something like that. Like, I would just really be in my feels about, like, never finding someone like him ever again. But I feel like that's the key to a breakup is because you don't want to find that same person again since things didn't work out um it was difficult for the few months for the first few months to get over it and accept the fact that it was over for good but let me tell you that there was a certain day where i woke up and realized that i was over him and over the relationship and over the fact that he's just not in my life anymore because I've accepted the fact that I can find someone better and I just needed to move on with my life and just enjoy it. I'm not looking like to date, like I'm not like forcing myself to go find somebody to date because I don't want to like have a rebound or like bounce back or anything like that. 
but I'm also open-minded. Like, I'll say yes to a date if I'm interested in somebody. Like, I said yes to that blind date because I was just like, I'm going to be open-minded. Even though I'm not looking to date somebody, I'm, I'm still being open-minded. And, you know, if I'm being open-minded about something and seeing somebody, maybe that can eventually lead to dating in the future. But right this second, I really don't want to be in a relationship because of the fact that I like that I got myself back to my independent self again and like I, I don't really need to rely on a man for my happiness um and I found I have found that within myself again but yeah I just I don't I'm not forcing myself to be back in a relationship but I'm also not hesitant for it you know what I mean like I'm not yeah I'm not like putting myself out there like crazy but I'm also not being close-minded to the point where like I don't talk to anybody or anything like that the biggest thing for me to get over like the breakup is to like focus on yourself getting over the breakup can be difficult um like even when you're going through these stages the biggest thing you need to do is take care of yourself meaning take care of your skin your hair your body like exercising moving your body eating healthy, doing things that like heal your soul and your mind and making yourself feel just like at peace. Um, Don't overwhelm yourself because staying busy and productive to distract your mind from the breakup is a very effective tactic. And I use that as well. Like I definitely like would make plans or I would just rather bury myself in work or like schoolwork than even try and think about the breakup or something about the breakup. If you do this long and if you do that long enough, like you might forget why you were sad in the first place. You know what I mean? Like it's just when you tell yourself that things are going to be okay and you do things to take care of yourself, like internally and externally, things will end up being okay. It's just a matter of time. The biggest thing with breakup is time. Just give it time to adjust. You have to adjust to the life without them. You have to adjust to the life of being single again and, you know, not being like your your life probably revolved around them or their life revolved around you. And now you don't have that anymore. So it's just like you're kind of left in a gutter. But I promise you, if you're going through a breakup, it will get better. I, I guarantee that regardless of the situation that you're in, whether it was like a mutual breakup or a one sided breakup or like any type of breakup you will get past it. And I thought that to myself, like, I wouldn't get past it. I would never recover from this. I would always just be sad for the rest of my life until I was with this person again. I told myself that almost every day. And I'm telling you right now, here I am like a few months later, and I'm completely in a different headspace. I'm like taking over my goals and just doing one step at a time is the key. But I also stayed very busy to you know, distract myself from the breakup. And it definitely worked. I just be productive and not let anything stop me from what I was trying to achieve. And one other thing I say when it comes to breakups, like don't, (laughs) don't go through like that whole phase. You know what I mean? Like it's the phase where you put yourself out there too much because you just became single again. And now you're like, oh, I'm going to go have so much fun. Don't think I'm not saying you can't have fun, but just don't go um, being with all these people because you're going to regret it. Now, after breakup, I mean like the whole phase because you're yeah, you're going to end up doing things that you regret. 
like don't try and do the whole phase or go hang out and be with a lot of men because just to fill a void in your heart or the emptiness in your heart that you have because it, I'm telling you it may seem like a temp it may be like a temporary fix for you in the moment but the next feeling that you're that's going to come is going to be regret and that's just speaking from not only experience but from friends that have said that like they've gone through a breakup and then all they do is just go around and like be with all these guys and they regret it instantly after like the morning after they're like why did I do this like why and I think that I mean I I really don't recommend like going through the hoe phase because like or a rebound phase whatever you want to call it um because it will you know hold you back from moving on from the breakup because you're just filling that temporary void in your heart that you have right now because you are very raw and fresh with a new breakup but I'm telling you it's not worth it like yes it's, it's a fix for but it's temporary and I'm telling you you are going to feel instant regret afterwards or maybe even during it who knows but you will you will feel the regret and I just hopefully I can help you avoid feeling that regret for anything you do so on that note I hope that if anyone listening that is going through a breakup that you learned something here and like it can help you grieve or like you know just you know heal in a better or healthier way but thank you guys for tuning in I hope you all took something from this episode whether you're going through a breakup or not no matter what stage you're in I just want you to remind yourself that it will always get better I know it may seem like it won't but I promise you, I, I swear it will. And if it doesn't, then you can, you can hold me to it. I promise. And if I, can't, if I can get through it, you can as well. So, like, because I really was in a gutter. I really did not think I was going to get through it. But I did. And so if I can, you can as well. So um, follow my Instagram in the description to follow the updates on my podcast and just get some positive vibes for your day if you need it. You know, never can hurt. I just want to let you know, uh, you know, you guys got this. Like, if there's girls listening that are going through this in their life right now or recently they were, you got this. You're a queen. You will find someone that would treat you like a queen. It's just all a matter of time. You don't need to be with somebody right now. Go work. Go focus on yourself and keep your head high, as you should. Bye, guys.